Apparently we're hitting some actual levels for one. Oh, how about that? Wow. Mm. I mean, we we may be peaking to shit, but... Welcome sound to Weird Shit. I'm your host, Logan. That's your host, Logan. This is Jesse. He's not your host. Mm-mm. No. Mm. Wow. So what have you been up to? We need to, we need to, we need to balance some shit. Oh, we need to catch. Ooh, that's softer. A little bit softer. That's a little bit softer. That's a little lot mm, softer. That's much nicer on the ear holes. Yeah, we don't hear it as well. No, that's better. A little bit of a timber <coughs> in my loins. Ha ha ha! Oh boy. Uh, yes. Once again, we still have no idea what we're doing. No, we? that's fine. Good does the does the sound? I know it sounds so good, like so good. Yeah, this is. This is where we just get relatively intoxicated by the sound of our own voices through some sweet ass microphones. Mm. On mm-hmm. the hour. On the hour. Every Wednesday night. Oh God, we have a routine. We do. Uh, I even have my Thursdays uh, planned out currently. Uh, I'm set to add something to my Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. Boy. God, we're old. Uh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he bumped the mic. Don't bump the mic. He bumped the mic. He groped the mic. Let's be, let's be real. Don't touch the mic. Mm. Um. No. Still going. That's a good ring. Mm. Actually, we're, we're breaking our own rules because that's a, that's a sound we've used before. Um, Third. I went to see some movies over the weekend. Oh, yeah. What did you see? I went and saw... Wunderer Woman? Yes. Oh, yeah. So what did you think? Um, so like a... Up up until the point where she climbs the wall and runs from the trench, mm. that was one of the best World War One movies I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Just just woman who's ridiculously powerful turns up and realizes there's nothing she can do to save the day. Mm. I mean... There's a huge criticism of all the DC movies that they're dour as shit. I love depressing movies. Yeah, they work in that sort of context. You want something to, for them to strive against yeah, and, beyond and what their power set is capable of, and reality usually does that. Because they, they made no attempts to establish what she is and isn't capable of. No. They didn't have her being amazed by all the amazing things that she was capable of no. as well. She just kind of flew into it when she needed it she accidentally did it so that she wouldn't die but she mm. had um no well she got knocked back a lot oh yeah she was but never just... shown to bleed oh yeah she bled once she got cut in the arm when she was um all right by a sword boy yeah on the Someone. beach on the battlefield yeah the very start but it healed instantly that's right did it well, not instantly. They were taking bandages off of her, like hours after it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She was like, mm, "Strange." Oh, okay, that's what that movie was we were looking at before. Yeah, related news: Wonder Woman creator biopic starring in. Because apparently, okay. Wonder Woman was created by a the same man that created the polygraph test. Yes, and the idea was somehow reminiscent of his wife and his lover. Oh. The, not the same person no I, I believe they may have actually been in some sort of 
three-way thing or him just cheating on his wife i'm not sure but um it was the 40s it was expected yeah uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's just like that masters of sex show right that's a good show um, um yeah it's a thing there's boobies in it yeah um yeah i uh that what was with the 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 ending where it's like i believe in love yeah that was like oh remember i'm a you think that's what it was? I don't know. It was just like, oh, I think it was actually a, a lamely conscious attempt to try and write themselves out of the apathy that is the... Batman v Superman, where she said she didn't care about men. That is not, yeah. Mm. Yeah, what is the Marvel Civic Universe, as I was about to call it, Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Um, Marvel, DC. This off. Mm. Uh, um was impressed that they managed to because i honestly thought they were going to turn chris pine into a total patsy that was just running around fucking up and being saved by her constantly yeah yeah when it actually turned into it took her time to come up to the level that they were all on yeah she was more powerful than them but she couldn't come to grips with what was going on Mm. but then she turned out to be right there really was the god of war just instigating all this shit for his own means yep and that has no clear bearing on any other thing that has been shown to come from this series. So you weren't expecting that? I have no knowledge of... That was my favourite part of that. I yeah. have no knowledge of anything related to Wonder Woman. I know she's an Amazonian. Yep. I know they're somewhat how interdimensional and vaguely godlike. But... And the recently established new 52 that when they rebooted the dc universe it was established that she was the son daughter of zeus zeus not yeah. Ares. no zeus she's the daughter of zeus but Ares was one of her main enemies to begin with oh no yeah. that's right because he called her sister didn't yeah. he yeah um i mean I, I worked that out straight away from yeah. what her mum told her yeah uh with Ares, yeah he's exactly like that in the comic books as well with the the metal amazing ridiculously awesome suit he made out of molten metal in the way that he crafts weapons and hurls them at people yep yep very accurate they did it very well strange casting choice he had David Thewlis Thewlis oh it's the thing they were playing on that he seemed like the respectable trustworthy gentlemanly British man yeah and for all intents and purposes all of the trailers and everything led everyone to believe that he wasn't Ares that it was the general because that's yeah. all they ever got cast um all they really got footage of is her fighting danny houston, danny houston and throwing him around on that building with the rope yeah that's in the trailer so they thought oh yeah he's clearly got to be Ares, even though he hasn't transformed into Ares. so when i get went into it watching it i was like okay i can see a plot twist coming that he'll be Ares instead but i was still genuinely surprised when i first saw it. i was like huh i cool i really wanted it to be that she just killed him and that was it yeah and yeah. he wasn't the bad guy she was hoping for yeah. or just exists yeah yeah but i mean because a a supernatural person against a normal world of issues mm. is probably the only grounds for a truly transcendent superhero story yeah yeah i mean well, like I, I always wanted a comic book to make Superman president of America and have him unable to solve problems with his fists. Mm, mm. Just because the 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 whole idea that his entire like MO just doesn't work and everything he tries to believe in and tries to stand for 
falls flat in the face of genuine real world problems mm. um he kind of solves that in the injustice timeline where lois is killed by the joker he, he flies into a fit of rage out. and takes over the world he basically threatens everyone with imminent death to the point where they cave and he becomes a dictator and so most of the 90 percent of the world fall in line with him those that don't die yeah due to a military regime but and naturally the resistance is led by batman but it's it's just not the that's what that hellscape kind of um, yeah, nightmare yeah, scenario yeah. was that he imagined it was ripped straight from the comics right it it just um like i could happily watch a superhero movie where the superhero puts their costume on once for three minutes mm. but i recognize case that's in point every wolverine what. movie ever he never actually wears a legitimate legitimate suit apart from maybe a flight suit yeah no, i mean i mean metaphorically oh, not yeah, literally right. but um yeah, I, I'd really like to see a movie where Superman tries to be president and can't do it because he doesn't have the skill set, he yeah. doesn't know how to be a politician, he can't just punch his way out of his problems. Because realistically, it would be like it was a Man of Steel or... Hmm. Was it Man of No, 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 the start of uh, Batman v Superman where he goes to the Middle East to save his girlfriend and kills a whole bunch of people accidentally like yeah that that was a series of plants that he took out and then he was framed for it yeah yeah it was all, all set up he didn't kill a single person but that didn't deserve it superman would do that just constantly mm. he would even not trying to he would kill so many people yeah and yeah that's yeah the man of steel ending suited that nicely i don't understand why people hated all the destruction porn it's like that's what's going to happen when a titan that fucking larger god basically is going to show up in the middle of a metropolitan area all that shit's going to get destroyed yeah i I think the key to that was that it was there was nothing visually interesting no it was bland and it felt gray yeah the entire way through that you didn't feel connected to anything getting destroyed i if they had pulled away from him entirely at that point and just done that man uh that batman v superman mm. thing with bruce Ra- wayne running around the streets or just showed the entire battle from, from ground level yeah. with just random civilians trying to survive well because it um and to only show them fighting like close-up fighting when they're also on ground level when they get knocked down to the ground and you see yeah. them and then they, yeah. yeah and then they fly back up and carry on yeah yeah because it's, it's that with the only thing that i liked and apart from the the following of the map and that and those higher you know echelons of him flying around was the yeah. the speeding through like following his perspective as he rushed him and punched him and punched him and punched him it was like yeah that's like the matrix i like that when he was punching him through the air one by one and the camera followed his yeah fists. but but in small doses once or twice but like, yeah cool that's visually cool because you feel like you feel like the hits are, are ugh. you feel the hits yeah but all the building related crap i was like uh, Oh, okay cool that's a lot of just cg melting but i mean um, i'm actually surprised to be honest that you'd you'd say something was cool because it reminded you of the matrix revolutions <laughs> I, I, i'm slightly confused by that i was a kid when i watched those movies and i enjoyed the visual spectacle that they became uh yeah yeah i suppose same way i liked attack of the clones when i was a kid mm. god that is a boring Ooh, movie yeah. but i don't like sad it gets everywhere. Yes, I like certain poos. 
Um, That's a good throwback. Wow. Wow. The, the, crack me up, the, the American Indian guy saying, <laughs> well, I just found it over there. There's dozens of them. Well, that, that <laughs> made me laugh. But no, I was going to say the part where he, you know, you stole my country and he stole my. <laughs> ironically he's not a slave in Europe so yeah of course he's going to go there yeah yeah. I mean they they had to semi subtly suggest that the Indian was a thief (laughs) (coughs) but he's stealing from Nazis so it's okay not Nazis Germans wait he was selling to both sides Yeah. yeah um did no man's land have just villages in it villages or villagers villages how they just um how they they move through no man's land and manage to get to a village which they then save for a while before it gets gassed yeah they they yeah they were planning on just roving through the trenches to around no man's land right I honestly don't know. And that's why she's that, like, screw that. That's going to take too long. It'll take days to walk through these trenches. Let's just go across. Yeah, well, No Man's Land was, what, like 400 kilometers across? Yeah. But they got to the... So she just walked across it. Yeah. Yep. Which... Or a section of it, anyway. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It worked very well. I mean, I was, I was a little disappointed that... Because there were scenes where she clearly kills no one. Mm-hmm. And then, so she, you sort of get a sense that she's a bit more of a benevolent hero, more Batmanish than just wrecking shop. Like, mm. but then every so often she would just completely annihilate one guy. Yeah. Like, she fights that room full of guys and doesn't appear to actually out and out kill anyone. Like, they'll all be maimed. She just takes them off their feet, basically. Yeah. And then really she strong. runs and jumps through a Pick window with one guy on her feet. Yeah. That flight knee was fucking amazing though but massive missed opportunity where she takes out the church bell tower and does not walk out the front door of the church yeah, yeah. that I was like she, I, I turned to um, I'm, I'm not going to say her name girlfriend and said um, she's not real said she better walk out the front door and she didn't she just stands on the tower and instead it's a symbolism of, oh my god I'm amazing yeah, they're, they're being very heavy-handed with establishing or trying to justify the reason that superheroes even exist in the DC universe is because they always did. They just used to be known as gods. Well, I I don't mind that. No. It's better than the Marvel version of um, just hey, just, these just magic just you don't understand all yet. started to turn up at the same time. Yeah. And I hope they are actually going to explain that to a decent degree in the last Avengers film where it all ties together and something does seem to have been engineered the entire time is Infinity War still two movies? didn't they undo something? they they there are still going to be two more Avengers films but they are connected yep. but they're not what, a part A part B one's Infinity War and they haven't announced the name of the second Avengers film but it's going to tie into the fallout of the Infinity War uh, Infinity War is expected that they'll lose yep and then a couple more Marvel films will float in between. Oh, yeah. And then the next Avengers film, which will... You know what happens when they lose in a movie, eh? What? Every fucker is going to call this the uh, Empire Strikes Back of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. 
Yeah, which they kind of did partly in Avengers of Age of Ultron because they technically defeated the bad guy. Yeah. But there were massive repercussions, and that's what Civil War was all about. Yeah, massive repercussions. The 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 town goes up, mm. and the town falls down. Yes, it do. Um, but yeah, they'll probably call it the the Empire. Cause I put your hand up if you watched the Transformers trailer and where was actually vaguely keen to watch it. Every single Transformers trailer, I've been. Oh my god, this is actually going to be good for a change. And then you watch the movie, and you're like, uh, yeah. You watch the movie. Uh, Last Transformers movie I watched gave me a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> I sat in the chair and just went, "Oh, my eyes hurt." Yeah, but the, I, they I really know how to sell trash. I'll give them that. That trailer looked fucking good. The, the part I hated the most though was the um, I'm floating in space, which they matched up with a shot of Optimus Prime floating in space. Ah, right. Yeah. Well, they've got to appeal to the 13-year-olds that enjoy the, the that heavy-handed symbolism. Audience. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a bit of heavy-handed <laughs> symbolism. Yep. Um, it's so Michael Bay can follow the story, that's all. Michael Bay's not following the story. He's just looking at the tits of whatever girl he's put in that movie. In this case, some twelve-year-old Hispanic girl. Yeah. Nah, but there was a was woman. That Marky Mark. Yes. Mm. There was some woman that they've clearly set up as like some leader or scientist or something, and she's just inconceivably hot for that role. Mm. Like it, it. If they're unattractive in that universe, they're a comic relief. That's true. Mm. Like when um, what's his name? Uh, the, the the dude from the bar owner from Daredevil no, TJ Miller when TJ Miller TJ Miller her- type when TJ Miller just horrifically died oh god the- I forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> we're running we're running we're running and oh TJ Miller just got turned into a statue of like burnt metal yeah the- yeah what the fuck <laughs> oh that's handy like a, a- a 16-year-old girl just, like, watched that and was just like, eh. That was a movie where a rally car transformer punched a man in the face with its wheel. Good point. And didn't Mark Wahlberg chase something with a sword? Like a large robot? I mean, this movie trailer does show Mark Wahlberg fighting transformers with a sword. He also shoots at them with like and a gun a sword like a pistol gun sword right oh there was a previous movie where he had this thing that was yeah. like a sword but it shot lasers why that I do remember that bit when he was it. with uh, what's his name John Goodman robot ah uh, yeah 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 but it's not it is it just they, they managed to hire the one person that sounds exactly like John Goodman no it is John Goodman it is it is are you sure yeah it is I feel like I looked that up and it wasn't no google that shit it's John Goodman what the fuck yeah okay uh, and the samurai the horrifyingly racist right. samurai was Ken Watanabe oh Ken why are you doing this <laughs> let them fight Gojira <laughs> I found this in I found this in oh that's racist um is what? that Unicron yes but it's just Cybertron like ripped to bits and tentacled back together yeah uh, and that's and uh, Optimus is a bad guy in this because Unicron has taken his brain and turned him evil. And Unicron had a woman's voice. Yeah, 
there was some alien force some uh robot force also there are like humanoid robots yeah like uh human yeah shaped like c-3po looking yeah there was like a yeah like a droid like looking a thing type. walking down a staircase mm. and um man the war robot straight out of like metal gear solid or something oh like the, the, the cow things the yeah yeah pretty thing. like yeah. a gecko yeah. yeah um so presumably the idea is things have spun it i mean because it's i wouldn't mind that realistically transformers does not need to stick with the idea that there's people and there's transformers mm. they could go any direction with any of it mm. i get the idea that the u.s government's probably given up on transformers involvement in their security and that's why they've started making more and more advanced robots to fight well that's pretty much what they started to do with the last movie it was privatized yeah. initially yeah but he died was was optimus prime dead at the end of the last one no he flew off into space Wait, was it the one before? Yeah, it was the one with the dinosaurs, right? Was it the last one? Yes. Yeah, he flew off into space at the very end. All I remember is it put randomly jet. had... Um, he put a jet back on it. It randomly had... What's his name in it? Uh, Kelsey Grammer? No, the other one. Stanley Tucci? Stanley Tucci. Everyone's favourite Stanley Tucci. Mm. I don't mean that like Stanley Stan Tucci is everyone's favourite. I mean he is everyone's favourite Stanley Tucci. Yeah, specifically. He's yeah, not, of yeah. the Stanley Tucci's, he is the favourite. Mm. Um, the Tucci genus. King Arthur. Got to that one a little late, but I went. Yeah, how'd it go? Humour-wise, like lock, stock in the Middle Ages. Oh, huh, okay. If they had advertised it as that, I would, probably would have watched it. Like like shonky, um, well not shonky, that's a bad word for it, like lots of fast-paced banter between British street people <laughs> for for no... Like thematically it's technically weird, but it, it works. Mm. Still got punchy um, Guy Ritchie type situations and combat and stuff. Like slow-mo and super... Like all the all the punches. stuff that he uh, put in Sherlock. Sherlock, this is sort of the the next level of it. Mm. First ten minutes features um, what's his name, Australian, um, Hulk. Once in upon a time, Eric, Eric Banner. Eric Banner, banana. E ben, e. Um, he starts off. He's uh, Arthur's father doing full Australian accent for no goddamn reason huh um okay charges at and defeats Mordred atop a attacking force of literally probably 80 meter tall mammoths with buildings on their backs okay it's very Lord of the Rings of them but like well like like this this these elephants could stand on and squash and kill the Lord of the Rings elephants okay um, I think basically the more power you have the more you can pull shit out of different dimensions right okay huh. so there's a scene where it shows him just kind of pointing at a mountainside and lifting his arms and he just raises an elephant monster out of the side of the mountain okay um, but so overall movie wise plot what good yeah good it's, film or it's, just serviceable it's um it was good it was quite good really it was not particularly um like it could have been a lot more cookie cutter hero's journey and almost been better for it mm. 
but can't complain. Like there's no love interest. Um, the the middle into the third act is almost a single sequence. Okay. So it doesn't it doesn't really bridge itself in any way, shape, or form. It um, and then it seems to sort of arbitrarily rush to the final battle without much context. One of the side characters is just spontaneously super powered and forces the final fight. Huh. Okay. And it 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 gives very little rhyme or reason for it, but it just escalates as soon as the middle kind of part of the story. So they've spent the entire movie. Um, not being able to confront the bad guys because the bad guys live in a big castle, obviously, and the good right. guys are just a bunch of um, rebels in the forest. Right. Once Arthur gains control of his powers, mm. um, they no, wait, does he pull the sword out of the stone in this? Oh my god! Yeah, and the oh stone is his god. father's um, skull. No, like petrified body corpse. Oh, that's cool. So Eric Bana, on when he's about to die. Mm plunges the sword into himself throws the sword up in the air kneels down and it just drops into his back and then he turns to stone <laughs> and then the what he's standing on a dock mm. and the weight of the stone drops it through the dock to the bottom of the water right and Excalibur is a I think possibly Merlin's staff reforged no Merlin reforged a dead wizard staff into, into Excalibur. Excalibur right hmm. um because Merlin's not really in it, is he? He's not a character. In no, he is not in the movie. Post Merlin life, yeah. I don't know that he's dead, but the um, the humans fought a war with the mages, mm. and they were just considered a race, right? And um, all but defeated and destroyed them, and pretty much they only sparingly exist sort of either in the country or in this plane of existence it's kind of vague but mm. um so yeah so they spend the entire movie with the understanding that they can't get into his palace and right. kill him right so they lure him out to assassinate him right that fails miserably right and then they just kind of two of them sneak into his castle and kill all his men in one fell swoop and force him into a final battle okay so it plays itself off like a kind of Guy Ritchie heist film but with well he he gets bitten by a snake which gives him sight beyond sight and then his mage friend woman who trained him and like taught him to control his powers and stuff um, basically just they walk into the bad king's castle and she sends a giant snake in there that just eats everyone and almost kills Jude Law right and then um, why did he need why did she need them to do that why couldn't she just have done that exactly okay cool yep no she's been there all along right okay yep like, it would make sense if, like, you found out during the third act that she had done that so she could get him into a certain position somewhere relative to what she yep. wanted to do. I mean, so it, then she could take the sword from him at, through at, some technical sort of means. Best is the mm. through line that um, they can't really achieve much until Arthur gains control of his powers. Right. Okay. Which is quite impressive to mm. behold. So he um, basically, when once he learns to control Excalibur, any time he puts two hands on it, he he's like throughout the movie plagued by the 
the scene of the death of his family he saw as a child and any when he he his refusal to actually sort of review the memory properly stops him from unlocking his power right okay so anytime he puts two hands on excalibur it basically just fizzles him out and he faints right um but when he finally manages to put two hands on it basically time stops Mm. he like just sprints through hordes of enemies at well not time stops but slows right the fuck down he just sprints through hordes of enemies and like slices through them and every slice kind of sends 30 guys flying up in there right so it looks like late game heavenly sword type of stuff yeah yeah um and yeah but then he goes and fights Jude Law who turns into a giant muscle bound like looks like a god of war boss okay sure for no clear reason right doesn't explain that he's also enveloped in some sort of magical bullshit it, for the it, sake of it, something that he no, doesn't deserve it, it, to wield it is implied he stole it. that he's um, so he he's a god king he he is the brother of um, the father so he's his brother, uncle yeah, right um, much like in the fables and right. it, it basically like opens up to you and says at one point I think um, the evil mage from the start and Jude Law were working together with an understanding that um, I think it was Jude Law would help Mordred take out the king and Jude Law would get mage powers for it right but they also stated that mages were a race and it doesn't work that way you no. can't just give powers does it imply that Arthur is technically a mage or part mage or anything like that or it's just because he wields the sword and has always meant to wield the sword the sword is locked to his bloodline right and that's the only reason he's the only one that can use it oh, um, okay any time it's used by anyone else anywhere near stone mm. it will get stuck in that stone there's a point where Jude Law has it in his hand takes a swing at a snake that he is about to bite him mm. kills the snake the sword gets stuck in the pillar and he can't get it back out right so it takes Arthur running up and grabbing it out of the pillar to actually bring it back to so that was a cool idea the, the, the sword Thor's, Thor's hammered it but they uh, the, the sword will it's drawn to stone unless it's being wielded by its rightful yeah. owner hmm. that's cool sort of actively stops itself from being used by mm. or even just held by people that aren't supposed to hold it mm. Um, watch it again yeah. would you or a background kind of film yeah probably more a background kind of film second time there's for all the depth and characters he's uh, giving it six thumbs up it's lowest rating ever <laughs> um I don't know that Arthur himself is profoundly likable in any way, shape, or form. Like he's he's a um, so he's he's been like a grifter street kid his whole life and was raised in a brothel, and so he's like one of the biggest um, sort of money barons in the city. Right. But he works with the kingdom, not against it. So it's basically like every Charlie Hunnam role, where it's look at this um, destitute but handsome fellow like him. Yeah, who for fights full with stop. his shirt off a lot, just with period, his bare hands just like for him. no reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Charlie Hunnam isn't fundamentally likable or charismatic in any way, shape, or form. But I don't know whether that's the issue the movie has. Mm. But it is. It is a noticeable loss. It could have literally been anyone 
of that age and stature in that role and people would have stopped gone to watch it like um i'd almost go as far as to say jake gyllenhaal was more likable in prince of persia oh wow okay which well at least he there was humor. i watched yeah. that the other day oh, i don't remember that movie being that shit yeah like it's fucking shit yeah um i also watched punch drunk love you like it i mean yeah i i found it I, profoundly unsettling to watch yeah and i couldn't watch it for that fact it was like the it, the it, droning every jazz every scene the, has too much drone. music it, it has um random it. lights in the background that shine in the viewer's eyes yeah every background character is moving constantly in an effort to actually upstage the front and center events i i found it it's it's a perfect it filmic actually, representation of anxiety yeah it, it literally made me anxious to watch yeah but i don't think i was like yeah cool we we understand that perfect combination of sight of images and sound yeah. can cause an unsettling feeling in people by watching it that's already established why make an entire film based around that yeah i, I mean, didn't enjoy it for that fact i'm like i'm enjoying the it, fact that adam sandler can act cool he seems yeah. depressed and angry and, and the right mix of everything and he's involved in the world and it seems legitimate and believable but why are you ramming this down my throat with this ridiculous unsettling music why i just he, didn't like it and he's cracked me up that he, he was i was like oh it's, it's adam sandler just as a, a person with some very clear like internal issues yeah. oh no they made him violent yeah they yeah they they went so far as to make him like clearly introverted and socially fucked up uh, paranoid they followed him in the right possible way that every time he got violent or angry you're like yeah fuck yeah he should do that that's yeah, everything around that, him is pissing me off yeah. i'd do the same thing yeah no that's true they they definitely it's surprisingly wish fulfilling when he is finally violent yeah because can you connect with him for, through, from the start but, because of that what he's dealing <coughs> with and you just feel sorry for him because you feel like you're in that posi- if you're in that position you just tear shreds off people yeah or but, kill yourself but it, it was just awesome um yeah i mean not awesome it was it was just a crack up that even adam sandler's known best role still has him as just a angry yelling punching dude yeah yeah uh, um correct me up the the best bit was just when his sisters are all fucking berating him for ages and then he just remember that time you smashed the windows and then he just straight up walks up to his sister's screen door and smashes, it, yeah, smashes yeah. every window yeah and that's the point i got to yes this is going to get good and then it went back to the same sort of droning and like, uh, uh, uh. The, the, um cool. but did you see the bit where he beats three guys up with a tire iron yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um it, it just i love that he he dealt with the woman berating him over the phone the exact right way yeah, yeah. he hung up on her he said like stop calling me he cancelled his credit card mm. like there was nothing he did in that situation that wasn't completely accurate mm. And then he's like, hey, I'm going to follow this woman um, to Hawaii because it will get me away from these creepy people <laughs> that are after me. And that's how 51st Dates happened. What? What? Also, uh, I watched, for the third time, The Intern. De Niro? Yeah. Oh, De Niro and Anne Hamm. It is, it is an extremely likable and watchable movie. Huh. It has two of the three workaholics in it. Oh, okay. 
not in like not really in comedic roles, but they are in the right. Yeah, they're in in the movie, but but not curly haired dude because I don't. They don't seem to think that his appearance is marketable in other ways. It's not. No. No. Um. Hear that guy, dude. Son of a bitch. Yeah. They don't want you. Um. <laughs> dark. Um, Just a bit. But have you seen the visit? Ah, the intern. No, um, there's there were just too many of those De Niro films that came out all at the same time. That like De Niro in this role, what? <laughs> the hey, movie. At least he wasn't in that Google movie. No, that was what I'm comparing it to in my head as well. Right now, I'm like, God, was it anything like that? Isn't that also called interns? It was. It's called interns. Yeah. 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 I, I think um, I mean I, I want to support everything Owen Wilson does now because he commit almost committed suicide <laughs> poor guy so I feel sorry for him <laughs> it's clearly I want to watch the things he's in but when he's in the things with Vince Vaughn I'm like eh. god damn you Steve Coogan yeah right you son of a bitch but um like Anne Hathaway is likeable Athena Way. Yes. Wow. What? Uh, people hate her for some reason. Yeah, she was the um, Jennifer Lawrence of the internet before Jennifer Lawrence was of the internet, where people all loved her, and then for some indiscernible reason they started hating her because of how together she seemed. But but Jennifer Lawrence, you can see why people hate her. Yeah, because she's smug. Yeah, she's but um, she can't turn it off. Whatever she's doing, a bit. Oh, she's just arrogant as yeah. fuck. That's what I mean. Yeah, she always seems like she's doing was it. Was it like Anne people... Hathaway ever like that? No, it's just that Anne Hathaway always seemed super positive or like started coming across as, look how talented I am because I can sing. Really? And it, that's how people perceived her. But I'm like, I don't know. She was like married to a billionaire who was to, to be, be a, a criminal. And again, the Owen Wilson rule applies. I feel sorry for her, so I want to see her do good. Did the Owen Wilson rule apply? No, she as in, like, she, she didn't try to kill herself, but her oh, life okay. went to shit. Yeah. Very publicly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, and you're talented. So. But but <laughs> she, she always struck me as like, you've, like a you've got a moxie kid type of girl, mm. but you could probably, like somebody like Bill Murray would make her cry in five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that didn't happen. Or him making Lucy Lou cry? Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, I heard the other day, apparently um, it was... Uh, Rocky, what's his name? Apparently, it was Sylvester Stallone that started the Richard Gear um, dribble yeah, at the arse yeah. thing. <laughs> the fuck? He just did it because he thought he could get away with it. Or did he actually have a personal grievance with him? I thought he just made the rumor up just to see what would happen, and it, and it stuck. It's like one of the most enduring Hollywood rumors, but yeah. I, I honestly have no idea. Shall we Google it? Shall we Bing it? Bing. What's Alta Vista powered by these days? I don't know what that is. Uh, search engine from the 90s, mate. Mate. Patty Jenkins. Have you ever... So there's something she's done, isn't there? Patty Jenkins. Yeah, she did uh, that thing. That thing. Oh, monster, that's it. Wait, she directed The Killing? Oh, she directed episodes of The Killing. 
Oh, she like she also directed episodes of Arrested Development. It doesn't mean that she's not. She did the pilot and then another episode in season two. Speaking of pilot, she also directed two seasons of Entourage. I, I got told that when we actually talk about our own creative shit, Which it's not. good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, what ideas we got then, buddy? Let's talk about pilots. Oh, oh, pilots, pilots. <laughs> so. so <laughs> Basically, it's it's a long-standing shitty sitcom idea of ours for a, a one-set sitcom that isn't technically a one-set sitcom because it's called pilots for like one and a half reasons. That um, so the uh, <laughs> the original idea was that we retool the show every single episode. So it's it's and a play it's, every episode off like we're establishing a pilot where the yep. characters say and do the exact things that you're trying to really drive home there idiosyncrasies and their their character type really hard but at the end of the episode no by the next episode it's all back to the beginning it's in a completely different setting but the dynamic is more or less the same maybe with characters recast for um for just unbeknownst reasons that we never quite explain but the first episode was actually going to take place so it's um, a airbase airbase bar yeah, an airport bar with airport, pilots yeah. waiting for the next flight to yeah. to land so that they can take off and do their thing. But yeah. it's just them drinking and ranting. So I, I personally, I'd keep the um, the main character the same. Yeah. The the older established boss the same. Yeah. But the the will they won't they love interest character, and the. Um, goofy fat best friend changed Changes. every episode and then like four or five episodes in that's when you actually recast the main, the main character yeah. just act like he left for personal reasons like you just you pull out that 70s show Topher for grace kind yep. of thing where he leaves and gets replaced by goes kind of the same but isn't the same character yeah and see so whereas you, everyone else who's been recast has been recast to play existing roles whereas when the main character leaves and you like a, a spin city situation right yeah so you get yeah and then I mean the 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 idea of it is and what I don't think we ever really discussed how meta is it do they do they see themselves as people on a TV show? Um, I wrote the pilot episode. Yep. Um, and I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I ended it with with a um, small video introduction to us as the creators of the show, much like Children's Hospital used to do. Yeah. When there were web series where we'd established that it was do do a fake show about fake shows. So, but that's when we'd be pistakingly getting really yeah. better and, and but, even but weirder about it. There's got to be a standing preamble where you get up in front of the screen and explain it to the production company you're trying to get. Sell it to. Yeah. yeah. So if we just tack that onto the front of every episode. Yeah. And actually have it doubly meta, so we, the showrunners, and... Oh, we're also changed? <laughs> no, that no, no, was going to change us, but <coughs> we um, we ourselves repitch it every episode all oh, right okay and and so i mean because the the it it needs continuity to make sense but it isn't meant to be aware yeah. enough to realize its own yeah there's a role in continuity in the fact that it's established that this is a show keep, that keeps trying to retool itself yeah and that's very well known to the audience yeah um and i suppose there would be little hints throughout the production of the episode which makes it seem like yeah they've clearly had to hack this together yeah. or put this here or um, and then you can have stupid episodes that would never be in a pilot that we're still putting in a pilot for some reason like the episode where a major character gets killed yeah. um, episode where you have well, that'll some be our of, that'll be our retool of a pilot where we're trying to establish like a like a lost level kind of open world mystery sort of thing 
what when if, we retool it into that where the main character dies halfway through and we're like Whoa. what if the the start of every episode involves us like we we, it's we just, can do a Twin Peaks episode that's gonna be all good what if every episode was begins with us sitting in a writer's room and reading the notes and just being horrified and then it just kind of ends with us face palming and then it oh, opens like the, on the new intro for the show right like the feedback from the like the test audience you mean like they're reading the notes of the, like the the studios oh, the just studios demanding stupid shit that we hate yeah so every episode just is us flicking through paper oh, oh, like this this isn't gonna work this isn't our original vision and then it's just oh fuck we just kind of breathe a pain sigh of whatever and then yeah just so from episode da, 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 from, from either we roll that over the credits while yep. that's happening or from episode like episode one has a cold open doesn't actually explain what it's doing yeah episode but we one it wouldn't end. have it because it's the pure but episode two from that onwards the opening title sequence is like the credits rolling over top of it but it's us in a writer's room reading through the notes getting really depressed and angry about having to retool the show and it's more or less the same beats and the same rhythms and the same yeah thing. so so the show itself is a shitty sitcom and then the show itself is bookended by a almost arrested team. development type of team of writers or, who are forced to go back and start again like a um slightly the office type of fuck that actually is a cool idea yeah right yeah like holy right. shit it's like, copyright copyright yeah we've i feel like us putting this to i'm not going to say tape because it's not tape but i feel like us putting this on recording is some form of it is don't worry intellectual we'll property yeah yep. yep. creative if somebody steals whatnot. this idea we've got uh, audiological proof 7th of the 6th 2017 that's New Zealand time so it's the 7th of the 6th month not the 6th of the 7th month 9.13pm day before month you fucking apes also we're at the although I finally understood why they put month before day why because we go with it, the idea of a pyramid right the no. days are shorter than months which are shorter than years in terms of how it could be explained to somebody it's, it's like a flow of units from smallest to largest unit they look at the unit differently why there are the smallest number of things are months there's only 12 months then there's at least 28 days and then there's innumerable number of years so that's how they look at it but days the months change to the least so that's yeah a month is comprised of days and a, a year I know it's a stupid of understanding months. of it but that's the way I kind of collect it oh, because there's least the least number of months that's stupid but it makes more sense with our metric because days change sooner so the first number should ideally change like it does on it uh, it's going to sound a clock but that's not how clocks work <laughs> <laughs> clocks don't work no they don't time is a concept time's created so. by the Vatican to control our penises. Ah. Hmm. Well, now we know. Now we know. Now we have to bell. G.I. Joe. Um, yeah, that's a really good TV idea, and we should totally try to make it. Can we... Yeah. And you could cheat your way around it to keep the costs down, because it's implied that the studio is getting fed up with recutting Retooling it, it yeah. retrying it, yeah. So you could get late season and re-bring back one of the old sets and just, like, maybe change the, you know, like the bar, the name tag on the front of the bar that's inexplicably inside the bar because there's no establishing yeah. shot. Just change the name on that and yeah. imply that it's a different type of bar. Well, as the long with the series progresses, you clearly can see that they're just hacking sets together and they don't have a preordained. Yeah. 
concept anymore. It's just people getting drunk and then you slowly just remove it becomes very minimalist. So the first episode could actually open with us saying, you know, hi, we're pleased, we've all worked well on hard on this mm. and you know, for your consideration, pilots and then roll the shitty intro thing and which it's it's gonna be the word pilots with the 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 wings. Yeah, the word the, pilots with a propeller in the center and the wings out the sides yep. that the writing's tacked on top of and yep. kind of a um aluminium riveted together look. Yeah. Yeah. And that that for whatever reason doesn't change. No, that's the only consistent thing they change. Despite the show ceasing to be about pilots. Because, yeah, the, the changes are incremental and the um, studio's cutting costs. It's, Sold. It's, it's got to it's gotta have that late 80s, early 90s sitcom feel. Mm. So, you know, a, a, yeah, like a full house type intro. Characters turning to camera and smiling. Mm. Halfway through the episode, a um, an advertisement down the bottom of the screen with rotating... Uh, main characters for the next episode of the show that we haven't yet retold or just fake shows next time on pilots granted a lot of adult swim shows already do that with the fake shows within the shows yeah well that's that's much newer that's much newer technology Mm. i mean we we're thinking like like shows are on those weird big tapes type of time period um yeah. So it's 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 the foreground, it's the meta, and it's the 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 like. Can it, you can you say that with a Nicholas Winding Refn kind of accent? It's the uh, it's the uh, foreground. I I don't I don't know what he sounds <laughs> like. He's vaguely foreign, know. isn't he? Yeah, he's Danish. Danish, and I don't want to assume. It's, uh, it's the it's the foreground. Yeah conceited but Folk um, role. it's a very beautiful film it, well what i what i did here was i uh i just exuded ryan gosling because he gets me funding he reminds me of myself mm. i am also a great actor mm. but uh the the studio we're capable of all the same things the, but the i can't want to yeah seriously watch that Metal Gear Solid 5 uh, special features video. They discuss um, with movie directors what, like how they view Kojima's thought process and uh, like it's his his vision as a, as a games filmmaker. Yeah. And all Winding Refn can do is talk about how Kojima is like, like himself him, right. because he's a great filmmaker. Like he, he just uses the questions about Kojima as launch points to talk about about how he is and how he develops things all the time Mm. and yet one could argue that his stuff is the least influenced from kojima's sort of games and stuff yeah yeah. well he he, poor characterization they're they're that they're similar in that terrible use of the english language and yeah yeah Mm. Mm. um vague sexual themes that the person p- portraying and exploring them doesn't appear to understand possibly the um the only connection is that neither of them should be allowed to make real films yeah hmm. yeah um they are making a metal gear solid film aren't they mm-hmm. 
Yes, with Tom Cruise. Really? No. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, but you believed it. Get Wait till Tom Cruise gets really old and get him to play somebody like Ocelot. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the first episode of Pilots can have a working title written in square brackets <laughs> underneath the... Pilots was filmed in front of a live studio audience in, in Technicolor in um, Universal Studios, Florida. In Florida. Florida. Oh, that's smooth, Corona. That's smooth jazz. Um, that's our jazz album. It's just one track of. Was there not a Seinfeld button? Because we're not looking hard enough. Um, has anyone died of note? Um, well, let's find out. Um, we already checked Roger Moore. Um, I feel like we oh, should. Oh, the voice of Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Oh, he was ninety-one. Nobody knows who that is. Oh well, that's all the only person I could think of. All right, so you just you come up with your own list. By that you mean Google did celebrity? Yeah. I I try to look up. You know who died today? And the internet just blasts me with all these London victims. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> But we we <laughs> actually can see their corpses, so that's yeah. not that one. R.I.P. <laughs> Roger Smith, Peter Sellis, <laughs> the alien from American Dad died. Okay, cool. Roy Baraklau, Baba Tunde Oseti Mahim, sixty-eight. John, the Nox. Nigerian medical doctor and executive director of the United Nations Population Fund. You want to maybe peek the mic some more? Yeah, I do. Greg Ullman, of course, from the Ullman Brothers Band. Oh my god. Roger Moore. It's just old people who. Alright, Chris Colonel. <laughs> we already did him, didn't we? Well, I'm on tributes.com slash liberty slash death slash today what? and about halfway down. Oh no, he died? Michael Parks died? Oh man. He died so young. Ah, uh, so we better go listen to the Smodcast episode where yeah. <laughs> he cries just incessantly. Who's Robert Marr? Trance DJ and producer. No. Oh, yeah, Big Black died. Oh, man, Robert. Moray? Moray Watson. Leo Baxendale. Uh, some sort of cartoonist. Jonathan Depp. Oh, speaking of people dying, there's another movie I watched. Oh, the director of Silence of the Lambs died. Oh. I watched uh, the Amy Winehouse documentary. Oh, what was that like? Um... She was a daft cunt. Right. However, her father did most of the killing with her. Oh, right. He kept her drugged and um, alcoholized, did, did he? Um, so even at the point where she goes on a, I think, almost year-long... Joe jackson her. Yeah. Right. So he, he tries to go on... Like, yeah, she disappears for like a three-month turned year-long or something. Um, mm. She just disappears to a beach in the middle of nowhere. Right. Her father brings a camera crew. Oh. Just incessantly films her life. 
and to the point where you can just see her wasting away in front of the cameras because he just won't stop yeah hmm. so she had been a uh, bulimic since like sort of early teens right and had drunk so much alcohol that that coupled with the damage to her internal organs she was just like a any amount of alcohol would have killed her basically like like any amount of almost potential emotional stress could kill her yeah because she was tiny wasn't she yeah yeah she basically just eat everything in sight and then puke it all up 10 minutes later Mm. She um the 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 drug abuse is more of a myth than a reality. Yeah, yeah, because she just looked drug addled because of her she style. Did a, she did a shitload of drugs with her long term boyfriend. Right, Charlie Murphy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Another piece of evidence of black don't crack because they don't live to <laughs> sixty. Wow, <laughs> dude died of cancer, man. <laughs> yeah, well, look at him. He looks he looks like thirty eight at best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't crack. He just died. That could just be the money, though. Blood cancer. That's leukemia. Tim Pickett Smith. He just looks like he'd be snide. Tom Rickles. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I know who Ronnie Morin is. This is. I was about to say, why is this so bloody full of British people? It's because it's a British one. <coughs> yeah, it sounds delightfully British. Oh, stop making me flick through pages. But clickbait, you know, for every click. Wait, what? Yeah, Powell's Booth died. Did you not hear? No. Mate, you died. Powell's Booth died. Yeah. Why why is he. Did he always look like. um, Uh, Like. like, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Look at me. Look at me. Maritala Lamore, Don Rickles, Wiz. Charlie Murphy! Bill Paxton. Bill Baxton. Bill Baxton. R.I.P. I know Paul O'Neill is. Oh. Miguel Ferrer died. He's in so many things. He's not even that old. No. Chuck Barrett. Darlene Cates. <laughs> I'm impressed she didn't die already. Come on, Gilbert. Who was that weird combination of Kevin Sorbo and Jonathan Taylor? The guy from the original Batstar Gactar. Batstar, you like to come. Oh, that's right, John Hurt. Juan Hurt. Do you hear that? Yeah. Is it coming from you or me or from the inside of our fucking ears? Or is it coming from down? I I hope it's on the recording, but I have no idea. It's getting a living shit out of me, man. I don't even know what's going on. A little all right, man. Chuck Barris. It's the celebrity death special (laughs) of... Michael Mantenuta. Never heard of him. Joseph Wapner. Oh, what? Oh, mate, he was only 36. How big what? Was he a big guy? I think he was a big guy with big issues. (laughs) Now, that is a fucking name. Butch Butch Trucks. trucks. On Butch Trucks. And you watch your fucking self. I don't think he was British, mate. He's the Ormond Brothers. His name is Butch Trucks. I actually don't know where the My name's Butch Trucks. Ah, my mother's my sister. It's actually pronounced Bush Trucks. Bush Trucks. Holy shit! That's a huge bitch, and he's standing on a table. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's clearly tall enough. Why did they feel the need to put him on top of a table? 
He's dropped to the NBA. He was Britain's tallest man. Though, where, where was he in X Men First Class? I did not see him in that movie. Six foot seven. Was he a tall gentleman in that movie. He was a tall thing. Well, I mean, all huge people die of heart failure. Yeah, because their hearts have to pump so much blood to all the places in their body which humans don't normally have, like legs. What? The booze has hit me at this point, so just carry on without me at this I point. I've got no oh, legs. I've got, no, got no legs, darling. Oh, who's that? On Puri. Bollywood legend. Bollywood. I'd say he's, he's the dad in um, the one about the French chef and the Indian dude, and he wants to put spices in the French food, and Helen Mirren doesn't like it. Oh, yes. The Darjeeling Limited. <laughs> Best erotic marigold. <laughs> now that's a movie with Judy Dench I would watch. <laughs> Johnny Sledge <laughs> How is that a black woman That is clearly a it's white Johnny. guy From an 80's hair metal band <laughs> My name's Johnny Sledge Whoa I'm John Ford Are my eyes tired or angry You don't know I don't know who that is either Pill Baxton Pill Baxton R.I.P. Episode 4 Who's, whose body do we want to see of of the people we just viewed? Uh, whose body? We've achieved harmonic resonance. <laughs> yes. Uh, our vibrations have aligned and we will achieve the next state of existence. Now turn your headphones all the way up. Place them on your genitals and breathe. Play that harmonious tune over and over again until your orgasm dry. <laughs> All right, so who died? Uh, corpse photos. Um, is Neil Finn <laughs> dead? <laughs> for, for reference sake, I'm laughing at a picture of Neil Fingleton. Seriously, look at how tall this guy is. Yeah. And just some blonde white woman walking past him going, No, fuck, is this giant guy? <laughs> Oh, if he died two days earlier, he would have died on my birthday. And then you will have absorbed his mana, as is the way. I'm Peter Scallon. Dick Bronner. Ah, oh, he invented Miffy, I guess. Coward? Coward. I am a coward. Ugh. Celebrity corpse photos. Now, who's been dead for a while? Um... Who might have autopsy photos? Hmm. That we don't want to see, but we do want to see, but we don't want to see. Um, let's just watch the death. Let's do a running commentary on the death of Bud Dwyer. Okay, let's go look up Bud Dwyer. Bud Dwyer. I love that he's, his death is immortalized in GIF form. I know, but don't do it. But. So you know the full story behind him, eh? That he was being um, he, he investigated for racketeering yeah. and bribery. So he's so like he killed his family to make sure that they kept his pension when he died because suicide... He killed his own family? No, he killed himself to ensure that his family oh, kept yeah. receiving his pension yeah. because if he was found criminally... Yeah, they wouldn't have got it. Yeah, but it turned out that he was framed for it. So what? he Yeah, that's that's the kicker is that he was being framed for it. So the, the charges wouldn't have stuck if he actually stayed around. 
I thought he killed himself out of guilt. No, no, it was to protect his family, make sure they got his pension, because if he was found guilty, they would lose all of those benefits, but if he committed suicide, it'd still be covered. Uh, because he hadn't been criminally charged with anything at that point. Uh, he was at his resignation um, um, press conference. And that's oh when he did God, it. we're going down the dark hole, look at that, all these... That's why he did it on camera, to make sure it got captured and proven that it was suicide. Uh all these, all these links on the side are to people dying, and I kind of want to watch. But that's the fucking kicker: is that he was innocent. But, but, but. Yep, that, that is a man killing himself. But. For. For context sake, we're saying Budweiser and running our hands past yeah. our faces like an innumerable amount of blood. For, for context sake, the um, the Budweiser hand gesture is to stroke your hand down from below your nose down your chin, so as to yeah suggest the inordinate amount of blood that poured out once he shot himself. Uh, I'd like to see the biggest girl Michelle, where are you going from here? eats a crocodile alive. This is acting, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's starting off as acting. It's a bit for something unrelated to this crocodile potentially actually eating her. Very bad CGI. Oh my god, I'm gonna put this on my acting reel and I'm gonna get so many offers. Like, you don't even know. So, Bud Dwyer was real. I'm guessing the rest of these probably aren't then. Well, Bud Dwyer has historical context, so I think that's why it's allowed to be on the internet. Oh, look, look, man jumps into loins cage in Chile. Not the loins cage. <laughs> Think about the crotches. And and chili is spelled like the food, not like the country. <laughs> hey, he's tech guy. He's not smart guy. Okay, tech guy is a real fast business. I think it's about time we shut down this shit show. What do you say? I think that's a pretty good idea. We peaked at about ten minutes into this episode, so. We 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 left our meandering to the end. No no no. We no, picked the pilot. Yeah, we did. We yeah, we we, did. we actually reviewed movies, which is something we do, but questionable as to whether that's actually integral content for the show. Yeah, usually we just kind of review movies that we haven't seen yet and be like, oh, that's probably going to be yeah. good. That's probably going to be bad. But then we reviewed one trailer in between multiple movies so that was pretty good yeah we and do, then we do go this is post podcast analysis where yep. this is um it's still in the is, podcast this, but is, post podcast. this is talking shit with logan and jesse <laughs> no it's um what's it called break down the latest episode with with fans of the actual series we, we yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta come up with a like replacement name for weird shit oh yeah you did i get it talking shit like yeah. talking dead. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean yeah. i would have tried to do it like a single letter swap out Weird shit. Tiered shit. <laughs> Weird spit. Weird spit. We, we, Where we, we spit it all lyrically. Yeah. Yeah. God, we're good. Um, so, 
please tweet at us at at weird shit pod that's weird i before e because we it's got to no c um yeah. also email us at weird shit podcast at gmail.com weird shit podcast weird shit pod oh, yeah, yeah weird shit podcast yeah, and it's weird shit pod.com that's right weird shit pod.com right we got the cast for the for the gmail gmail but not the twitter hence not the squash space we 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 made a conscious effort to make all names the same, and by that we didn't. Yeah, we're pretty good at that. We um, and also, if you'd like to donate to our cause, yeah, we Patreon, Patreon um, for some reason because you you'll know. find it on our Twitter feed at all times because we need the money. Did you um, pin it? I pinned it. Cool. Pinned it and stuck it. Um, now we just need to work out how to collect said money through PayPal. But otherwise, please don't hate. Don't hate. Tolerate. Hmm. We're not, we're not pretending we're good at this. And you should neither. But that's not a reason not to try and give us money. Um, and that's from the Bible. Podcasts mm-hmm. have to end with plugs for things. So what are you doing? This? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can hit me up Monday to Friday at my day job when I try not to kill myself. Um, uh, and... Uh, it'll just be around. Do you want? Do you want to get your face a little back off the mic there? You're peeking yeah. like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, sorry, but sorry. Yep. You, you can just catch me around. Man, it's good, you know. Catch me outside. How about that? Yeah. Ugh. You can uh, cut this bit. Fucking. We 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 should have ended this. Mm. We we goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs>